Hi guys and welcome to another podcast. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate that you will give space to people that perhaps don't have all of the grand technology and wonderful um, advertisements and start uh, music and end music. It's it's um, nice to be able to just be a regular human to hope in which when I share my thoughts they can help another. Um, it's nice to know that we can do the best with what we have and who we are as we journey and still be able to give something to the world. Uh, I know that um, on my birthday a couple of months ago, my brother gave me a microphone. So this was a wonderful gift um, to make it a little bit more awesome, I hope, for you all. I wanted to talk a little bit about self-sabotage and because it is something that is affecting the whole entire human race. We are all experiencing this journey uh, and I think it's important to understand when it happens is when we refuse to consciously meet our innermost needs often because we do not believe we are capable of handling them I know with my depression and some of my other sensitivities and experiences that was exactly pretty much what summed it up for me I felt that I was incapable of doing it incapable of meeting the change and holding the change um, and it really kind of made me struggle in life to redefine my truth my untruth and to become healthier and in order to reconcile you have to begin to challenge your pre-existing ideas and adopt new ones and this is a really tough thing to do because humans being experience in life being a natural resistance of the unknown that it's ultimately feels like a loss of control when we have to challenge those behavioral patterns the get outside the comfort zone comfort zones can be negative or positive which is why addictions are so hard to beat because that is a comfort zone Self-sabotage is very often the simple product of an unfamiliarity that is because anything that is foreign, no matter how good it is to us, feels completely uncomfortable at the same time. And so this often leads us to be confused and the discomfort and the unknown to feel wrong or just overwhelming. And that creates a very difficult challenge for us to overcome it but at any point every one of us reaches our upper limit of uh, tolerance to things and that's when we really start to take those small shifts and one of the things I wanted to kind of express is that we all think it's a big thing but it's often the small shifted small shifts that are compounded over time result in the biggest adjustments, the biggest changes. So a lot of people that we are inspired by or that we see doing a great job, it's because they have had an accrual of small shifts, micro shifts that have been built into habits that keep accruing into habits via micro shifts rather than one big, I'm going to change my diet, change everything, but changing breakfast one day and then a couple of weeks later changing one snack meal and then Six months down the track, you finally change your whole diet and all those micro shifts lead to the change, to the habits being better, to our lives becoming what we want it to be. So to truly heal, 
we as humans are going to have to change the way we think. We're going to have to become very conscious of the negative false beliefs and start shifting our mindset that actually serves us, but not doing it in large, but doing it in micro shifts. And once we start that and we realize that, we start to be able to bring the changes forward with less self-sabotage, with less falling back into the old ways. The greatest act of our self-love is no longer accept a life that we are unhappy with. It is to be able to more so than just not about no longer accepting the life we're happy with, but to state the problems or the challenges in an understandable manner without our ego getting upset, pointing the blame or judging or saying who's right or wrong and just simply understanding these are the areas in which we need to change. So I'd like you to have a think about this. I'm going to leave this as a short podcast for you to think about and write down specifically what things you want to change. If it's that you want to um, find more financial freedom, you need to write down all of the things that are causing you financial stress, including the bills you pay, and then start to have a look at that. If it's that you want to find self-confidence, you need to write down all of the things that are causing you lack of self-confidence, all the untruths or the truths that you have been told that you believe in, the things that you utilize as social media, the reactions. Because we first need to become aware without denial and have clarity of what is in our lives and what it is happening or what is happening to us in our lives when we respond to them. Because if we don't understand that, we aren't having a clear picture of our lives and we also can't move forward. Because at that point, then you can have a choice. You can have a choice to say, I want this in my life, I'm going to accept it. Or you can have a choice to say, I don't want this in my life, I'm going to commit to change. But that being stuck where you are right now, where you don't make that choice of acceptance or commit to change, is the biggest driver to why we can't achieve our goals, to why we self-sabotage, to why we struggle. So take your time here and look at honestly and clearly. It's not a right or wrong. It's faulty relevant. Once you stop mulling over all those things that you've been wrong by or that are wrong or that people are doing wrong, and you start to see it for what it is and understand you never want to feel that way again, that's when it really starts. The work really starts. The possibilities for change really start and peace and happiness because you know you will no longer accept your life getting to this point again. <laughs>